Hi, my lovely fellow beings. Welcome to the Moments with Christy podcast. Here we will explore ideas and perspectives on lifestyle, culture, and relationships, moment by moment. I'm very excited and lucky to have you by my side in this journey we call life. How's everybody doing? Especially in Toronto. I mean, we have this lockdown going on, so stay at home lockdown. Definitely hope that you're staying indoors as much as possible and keeping your circles small. A little context about this special episode that we have for today. This is by request, and I think this is a very important topic to talk about, especially in these times where it's so hard to find a connection, socialize outside of our family and our small circle, our, our bubble, right? And so I do want to talk about being able to or how to learn to let go of our fears, frustrations, and the ideas of someone or something in our lives. So there's three things in there. First is letting go of our fears. The second is letting go of our frustrations. And the third one is letting go of the ideas of someone or something. So first of all, we're going to talk about letting go of our fears. Fear can mean many things for many people. It could be something tangible, like I'm scared of spiders, which I am. I I call my brother to, to, to deal with that for me. Um, so hopefully my future partner can help me with that because I do not want to hurt them. I, I feel like I can feel their pain as well. So... I am afraid of spiders, so that's something tangible. Can be someone who's afraid of the water, someone who's afraid of um, being at the top of the building because of heights, right? Someone who's afraid of close spaces, someone who's afraid of being of being in large gatherings so those are things that are more tangible but there's also fears that are intangible like fear of losing someone losing something rejection abandonment fear of love <laughs> fear of joy for some people too And those things, I think, are much more, much harder to overcome. Uh, But it is possible to not worry about them. Fears can be there, can be present. It's the fact that I have acknowledged them being present in my um, reality Uh, the possibility of losing someone the possibility of being rejected by a person or by an opportunity Um, 
fear of death can be also something abstract and intangible. It's all realities, right? And I think the root cause of having those fears is uncertainty. So for me, what, what really worked in letting go of the fears, the intangible fears, is having gone through life and really not holding back when I enjoy something. I used to think that if this is so good right now, it might turn out bad later on or it might just go downhill. And hey, the world can be chaotic and unpredictable. So are people because everyone is driven with something unique within themselves that no one else can control or predict, right? So for me, I I think being able to not hold back really with my experiences really allowed me to reach to a space where I have accepted everything that has happened. I have experienced all those types of fears and I've tackled them head on. I'm sure there's probably some other fears that I don't know about that might surface itself down the road. But so far, I'm glad that I have tackled those fears face to face and I have not held back in experiencing the opportunity at its finest. I remember in university, I was super active in organizations, but I I never seemed, I was always chasing to have a certain role in that organization, in those organizations. And I thought that being in those positions really would allow me to fulfill that satisfaction that I have made it but that wasn't the case that wasn't the case at all and I've learned after university with my jobs that it takes a lot for someone to really be um, content with where they are and it's a paradox I think it takes a lot but also it it doesn't require much effort for me to have been in this position with where I am right now yes I'm working hard and I know I have to work smart but it feels so easy to be in it to to be so in the flow of things because I'm curious of how else I could grow and evolve in the tasks that I'm doing. I'm not, I do have ideas of or dreams, uh, but they're just at the back of my mind. That's not my goal. My goal is to stay productive and stay happy and stay engaged and stay curious in the position that I'm at. Because I know there's a lot that I could learn in it. So dealing with my intangible fear of 
not being enough in my job. I have learned to appreciate the ups and downs of it, the, the fun parts and also the admin aspect, the creative part of it, uh, where I get to be as experimental with my uh, solutions. Also, I appreciate the interactions that I have with the different people that I'm with, who I meet. It's, it's great. It's very transformative and that's what I really enjoy about it. And I think every experience in my life or every aspect of my life, there, it is evolutionary and transformational, but only, only when I reach that space where I'm like, okay, so I don't really have to do it this way. Um out of fear you know yeah so I think that was my fear of not being enough in the different aspects of my life I talked about my career and when it comes to my relationships I am grateful that I have built really strong relationships with the people who I'm with right now and who I'm meeting as well where I'm able to build a deeper connection with them and I trust that connection and that foundation in those relationships. I'm blessed to be surrounded by really beautiful souls who continuously teach me the importance of love and kindness and showing up. I think I've been really blessed with people who consistently are there and I hope that, you know, I have shown the same consistency to them. I know that I can be crazy sometimes. (laughs) Not like psycho crazy, okay? Like crazy as like ideas. Um, I do want to have a lot of adventures. So I'm, I'm always happy to hop on the train and go somewhere not literally right now but figuratively i know you understand what i'm talking about you know what i mean and so yeah that's how i deal with my intangible fears letting go of my intangible fears because i trust that with where i am right now with the amount of blessings that i currently have that it is enough that i am enough that It's all good, you know, and anything that is yet to be given to me or taken away from me, I understand that it has a purpose. Um, Yes. And I will continuously, I'm not saying that I'm going to give up on people. It's it's really about um, appreciating them at their fullest while we have them. I know that whenever I am with my people, with my uh, with my friends, with my family, with in an event, when I'm talking to someone, I want to be fully there for them. And I can easily sense if someone is truly there for me in those conversations and situations. And those are the people I do want to hold on to. So I'm glad and I'm happy with 
the connections that I've built in my life that the fear of not being enough is not something that I'm afraid of anymore. And I hope that with your tangible fears that you can find some foundation of belief that would ground you to know that whatever it is that you are doing where you're at right now is truly and fully enough. Now, when we talk about letting go of frustrations, I think that really stems from the shoulds of our life. I should be in this place right now. I should be with someone right now. I should be at this point of my career right now. All this should be is really driving that frustration because it is building that pressure within ourselves of becoming something, becoming someone. And I think, at least based on what I've realized, that becoming is the root of all this is dissatisfaction. I want to become more happy. It, I think that's the end of it. I want to be more happy. That's why I want to be this. I want to have this. I should have this because it will make me happy. But what if what you have right now is something sufficient i'm not saying that we cannot aim for more we cannot strive for more because i also am a strong believer of having big dreams that is a huge driver for me that sparks joy in my life waking up knowing that there's an opportunity for me to have or to achieve my dreams whether that's to read 50 more books in my lifetime probably more hopefully uh, or traveling to 50 more cities in the next 20 years right that's still a dream that I have and I will want to aspire for aspire for but it's not a should for me if I get to 10 cities or 10 countries instead of 20 that's fine because my goal is to experience life and experience culture and experience people. Same goes with my readings. If I want to aspire to read 50 more books, it's not because of the number. It's because of the experience of having to flip the pages and hear more stories and imagine more experiences with the words that the author uses to write those chapters I think for me that's what matters more that's why I place those dreams in my life the frustration comes and this is when uh, I will talk about again my really strict goals then uh, in university when I achieved them when I did, it felt amazing for two days and then after that, it almost feels quite empty because I just wanted to have that thing. And it's frustrating because I was hoping that that thing would fulfill something in me that was missing and I should have it. 
so I should have more, right? And I don't believe in that anymore. If um, you're frustrated of your current circumstance or your current situation, one way is to probably write down what is it you want you you want to achieve, and what would those things bring to your life. And if all of your answers are pretty consistent with the root of it is to be more happy, if that that's that's the the end of it, right? Maybe a better job will give you better give you better money, better opportunities to get something better, you know, and on and on, and the end of it is to be more happy, then my suggestion is to be happy right now, work with, work around with what you have right now, and really make the most out of it. So let's say in my, in my job, I am in an associate position, but how I'm making the most out of it is really finding additional projects that I can take part of. I love to write, so I volunteer to write more documentations. I want to be more technical, so I have more conversations about um, the product with the product team, and I really dig more on customer feedback and really delivering that information in a more detailed manner to our team and that really challenges my creativity and curiosity it's amazing it's it's those small things that really keeps me going in my job yes i have those meetings where i really love learning more about the ideas of my customers but what really sparks joy for me is knowing that there's more creativity and there's more solutions that I could bring to our team that would not only help them help our customers but also help me in expanding the horizons of of my idea of this product and I'm sure all of these things would help me in my professional career generally and also my personal life because in terms of my personal life I want to expand on let's say my friendships what can we do together to nurture our friendships more cooking together having more um, conversations about other topics that would expand our friendship talk about things that we haven't talked about before um, having more memories and going to new places and I'm of course when I say about new places in this time of the pandemic I'm talking about maybe new parks right and building on that I think that's the beauty of it is to really have people around you who have the same curiosity and creativity and making the most out of these situations and if you're super frustrated with where you're at and feel that you're at the end of it that you you can't really make the most out of it anymore then maybe that's a sign to question if 
this is really the place you want to be, right? So I hope that that gave, gives you extra, um, an extra perspective on how to let go of those frustrations. Those should be. And maybe we can replace that with something more nurturing for your soul and not, you know, criticizing yourself for not being in that place. Probably something to replace those shots those should be's could be um i must i can do more i must read more sounds nicer and sounds more encouraging than imposing or intrusive and critis critical right and i hope that helps <laughs> it helped me so i hope my two cents would be something very beneficial for you and lastly, when it comes to letting go of the idea of someone or something in your life, I think it is tied into the last fear of frustration, um, but slightly different. So if you've built the story of um, someone in your mind and you're with this person right now I hope that you let it go because people evolve I'm sure that person may have built or may probably have learned to not build a story or an idea of you in their minds I, I believe that it is healthy to talk about that if there's anything that you've built up to your partner or to your friend or to your family because having that expectation for someone to be a certain person in your life can really impact the genuine connection that you have with them and maybe if the person that they are presenting to you isn't really the real person that they are that is a huge question of whether do they really know who they are or uh, did they only present you that person initially because they wanted to maybe there's an insecurity there or something that is missing that they have not found out about themselves and that's a conversation to have and if you already have that conversation and things didn't turn out the way that you want it to and it's really time to let go of that person and it's tough I'm sure it really is tough because you've had memories with that person and you've built a future or an idea of a future with that person and letting go of that future, that beautiful, magical future is really hard. And I can fully empathize and understand that. However, now that that person is not there anymore in your life and have chosen to leave, I think it's time to let go of that idea as well. 
and open yourself to other possibilities because there are so many people and individuals that you will be meeting in this lifetime in this world where every person is a world of its own so i would suggest to not give up on that journey of meeting people of course during the pandemic it that will be a little bit more tricky right i maybe you're on online apps and trying to have those conversations with people that may seem a little bit superficial because now you have to be a little bit more cautious before you meet someone you want to (laughs) make sure that they have a very small circle and that they are really taking care of themselves I would suggest having video chats before meeting them, probably more than once, really getting to know them. And I know this is not normal, (laughs) but this is going to be the new normal is to build that relationship virtually if it is a stranger before you decide to meet them in the daylight. Please don't meet at night if you don't know this person yet and go for a walk with your masks on walk side by side and get those questions out of the door don't be afraid to ask difficult questions and i'm sure you've built that rapport over uh zoom or facetime or whatsapp video right um so meeting in person would only validate that connection much more if there's chemistry maybe right that that's something that could be important for some people uh, probably most people so that's that when it comes to building connections or finding someone in the in these times you know do not give up i know that you will find your person another method that uh that could be useful is joining communities online communities i have not tried out myself but i know my friend have has joined a speed dating event with her community and that has been quite interesting we don't know how fruitful it could be in terms of building stronger connections but that's that's a good start right and so having these new connections and hey i really want you to be pickier if you want to build um, a stronger and more genuine connection to really let go of people who have shown that they're not there for the same reasons and you could tell that right away um we have our instincts and please listen to that instinct of whether this person is in that conversation to really just float by and um not want something genuine let them go you can tell that with the questions that they ask or with the answers that they give with the questions that you ask them so i would say in the initial stages of meeting someone 
if you know that you want something real and genuine and serious, be more serious to yourself and uh, let go of those people who are not there uh, for the right reasons or um, who don't resonate with the same energy as you. And definitely no hard feelings. We're all here to want to find that connection. So the earlier you let go of those people who don't really vibe with your with your energy, the better it is for both of you. So you can both find um, that right connection. And hey, if you're you just want to let go of someone or the idea of that someone or that something in your life and not really wanting anything more so let's say you got let go at a job that you really loved and now you're on EI and or if you got let go of someone you really cared for and you don't really want to date anyone right now that's completely fine too and that's something that you would want to own up to, right? Being unemployed for a few months and being single for a few months, couple months for a year, um, it's fine. Do what you think is most best for you and is going to be healthy for your mental being because in this pandemic, that's the most important thing. Having a strong support system who can be there for you to help you find that path again is key. And so if you want to let go of someone or something and you don't really want to find anything after that um, or find anything or um, rebuild any. Uh, or, or find new connections, right? What I would suggest is to reconnect with yourself. I think that that would probably be something that you would want to find at that point of your life when you just don't want to go out and um, meet more people or go job hunting again. That's fine. Give yourself a timeline. I think that's important. That worked for me. Give yourself, um, and you would know yourself better the most, right? For me, three months was a good time to explore um, my options. And that was both in my career and my personal life. To reconnect with myself, build that ideal job description because that would guide you. have a list of what really worked in your previous relationships that you would want to carry over in your new relationship. When I say what worked in your previous relationships, that's not only on the person you dated, but also with yourself. What did you really like about yourself and those previous relationships that you would want to keep in you and your present self? You know, you don't want to lose that part of you. Your love of music, right? Uh, Your love of outdoors, the outdoors. Your love of writing and 
being lighthearted. Keep that. Uh, nobody can take that. Take that away from you. So write it all down. I think that for me really helped write out, write out all the positive things that you really enjoyed in those previous lives or previous chapters. And keep that close to your heart. Because those are things that are um, that brings you happiness, right? I don't want you to attach yourself to that person anymore because they're not there anymore. I'm not saying, I think for me, um, anger and hatred definitely did not help in my healing process. So I would definitely suggest using love and kindness to move forward. The anger has happened already, right? You can be angry only for so long, but if you would want to reintroduce something beautiful in your life, you would want to re to introduce it. It would only come into your life if you are feeling amazing internally. And that's something that you have to create within yourself reconnect with you and appreciate the small things that you can offer to not only the people around you but for yourself because small things really do matter to be more aware of these things that I'm talking about the small things that matter I find it very useful to list them down on a day-to-day -day basis and that would be serving as a reminder to what brings you joy. I believe that some of these things require extra awareness to for it to really resonate to you. For me, I have really recognized them because um, when I moved to Canada, I think I became much more aware of my surroundings and the small tasks that I do that really make me happy. And it's so weird. It's like the most random things. And so maybe a list could help you um, to understand what I really mean. So for me, what really brings me joy on a day-to-day -day basis is waking up and having deep breaths um, that's what I do first taking a deep breath and just closing my eyes and opening my eyes slowly I hate waking up in a jerk like I hate waking up with like an, an alarm that's like blasting so my alarm is very um, melodic so when I wake up it's more at ease I transition fairly well from lying down to sitting down to standing up and that for me is really important and it makes me super happy to just wake up and sit down and take deep breaths also I love my first sip of water it's usually cooler uh, or sometimes it's room temperature but that I usually drink like um probably 250 ml of water after I wake up and that is followed by tea 
um, while I settle in at work. And actually, I forgot too. I really love the feeling of washing my face in the morning. It wakes me up almost immediately. So between drinking water and b between taking those deep breaths in the morning and drinking water, I wash my face, do my skincare. Um, it feels amazing. Really, it wakes me up. And then throughout the day, I like if there's the sun, I bask in it. Mmm, so good. The sun's energy just makes me so happy. So I know that for sure. A few other things is, a few random other things is emojis. I love emojis. So my friends also love emojis, which I'm really happy about. Um, and sending, whenever I see memes, that remind me of myself and my loved ones. That brings me joy too, especially if it's uh, so random and so quirky. Where I'm like, how, how, how did I never see this before? Like I, I was just, I would, you would probably see me just laughing at myself on my phone um, during my break and you'd wonder what's wrong with her like non-stop laughing and it's hard to explain a little bit more because it's always an inside joke right <laughs> and something else is the minty sensation after brushing my teeth that cooling effect so good i love to vacuum as well and seeing food makes my heart filled with so much happiness <laughs> no like i mean i see food every day i'm so grateful for that and my heart is always filled with so much joy just looking at it and the best thing honestly is whenever um i randomly dance with my family that's the best part it's just so random and sometimes uh, we our dance moves aren't probably the most visually appealing <laughs> but it's the best feeling ever it's so stress relieving and for me that's the most important thing so that's for me that's those are my small things and i hope that you get to find your small things as well because they truly matter. They truly, truly matter. And I hope that in this episode, you get to learn or you got to learn how to let go of your fears, your frustrations, ideas of people and situations. Because my darling, you are such a beautiful soul and the world is a really massive place for you to experience life in and maybe right now the world that i'm referring to is not the physical world but the this whole imagination that you have you know explore it you'll find many magical things do not give up i know that you'll find many more blissful moments of love and appreciation and hang in there stay safe everyone and thank you for your lovely, lovely presence in here. <laughs>